Hello and welcome to Homework, the podcast by and for people who work from home. I am your host, Dave Piccolo, and my co-host, Harry Marks, is right there. This is episode number 250. We are beginning Entrepreneurs Month with uh, a special guest. But before we get to our special guest, I want to say hello to Harry. Hey, Harry. Hello, Dave. Harry, before we started recording, uh, you were having call recorder fun. Yeah, call recorder is definitely not my tool of the week, and neither is Skype, uh, because they're both garbage. So uh, I, I got to say, call recorder has been fine, um, but because Skype is a is a, a fickle beast when it comes to updating, yes. um, every time Skype updates, I have to reinstall call recorder. It's a nightmare scenario. So I'm looking into um, probably Audio Hijack Pro as a replacement. Well, sometimes you want to have a uh, tool of the week, and sometimes you want to have the tool to avoid of the week. Yes, this is this is the tool to avoid, which is basically Skype. Yeah, found it. Um, all right, well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is the beginning of Entrepreneur's Month. We're going to look at people who have started businesses and um, at various stages of business. And we're also going to talk to some people who work with entrepreneurs. So it should be a whole lot of fun. We're getting things kicked off with uh, Nicole Perullo of Nola Mabel Skin Spa. Nicole, hello, and thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I just mentioned Nicole and I met two years ago, maybe three, Nicole? It, uh, it was two years ago. It was two years ago. We were yeah. both out here on Cape Cod. We were at a local uh, business event. Uh, specifically, it was for entrepreneurs and people who just had that spark of an idea to sort of publicly share their idea. It was very, very terrifying. Nicole did a fantastic job. I think you won that night, if I remember, I are always yanking on the bootstraps to see what they can do. So we're excited Yay. to talk to Nicole and learn about uh, the <laughs> entrepreneur lifestyle. But before we do that, Harry, we should talk about what is our tool of the week for this week. Do you have a tool to share? I do. I cannot remember if we've talked about it before. Oh. Uh, and if we, if, if we have... Then too bad because I'm talking about it now. Uh, it is Discord. Um, basically, hey. uh, yeah. So NanoRimo has kicked off. I'm about a day behind, which is better than usual. Um, usually after the first day, I'm in the fetal position on the floor, screaming, "No more, no more!" Right. So we're we're ahead of the game this time, uh, especially during election week. Huzzah! So I'm using Discord, and what's great is um, through NanoRimo you can sign up for um, your area of the country, of your state. So I'm in the central New Jersey group and they have a Discord server where we talk about, you know, we work problems out with our novels, we ask questions, we um, encourage each other and motivate each other to keep going. And so what's really cool is we have a little channel called Sprints. So we'll do writing sprints, but what I really love about it is there's a bot in there where you can start a sprint, the bot will keep track of 20 minutes, you put in your word count, and then when the, the um, sprint is over, you put in your ending word count and it will tally it up for you and award you um, points based on how many words you wrote in that sprint. So um, it keeps track of everything for you. I don't know how it works. Um, math is hard for me, but it's really cool. And, and I'm just really enjoying like <clears throat> being in the Discord server, talking with people, making friends and just, you know, we're all pushing each other along through this hell month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Discord is great, uh, not only for the community and the support, but, well, for the community and the support. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, it, it's super easy to use, and you can install it with a click, and all that stuff is great, but you can say that for so many apps, but the community is great. When I did the RPG Writers Workshop, um, I was very thrilled that they had a Discord, and there was, it was so tightly organized, and the 
support that I got from participants was just wonderful, from brainstorming to spell checking to uh, everything. So, yeah, um, speaking of Discord, Harry, this show has one. Did you know that? Um, I did, because I have to put the link in the show notes every week. <laughs> so if you want to hang out in the Discord with other homework listeners and talk about that working from home lifestyle, you certainly can. We also talk uh, in Discord during on Thursday nights when we record the show. So if you want to hang out and listen to us record the show and hear it a week before it comes out, you may do so very, very easily. Look for that link in the show notes. Harry, my tool of the week is called Shop. Now, a little while ago, I talked about deliveries, which um, allows me to track packages as they travel from hither and yon to my home. And um, I started use, trying out Shop recently as uh, an alternative because, uh, you know, I'm never happy with one system. Might be something out there that works just as well. Hey, and... we, we've talked about my email app tryouts, so I totally get it. <laughs> okay, good. So Shop is really, really cool in that it tracks packages for you. There are a few things that I really like. One is um, add orders automatically. So if you use Gmail to as the email address when you're buying stuff, it will watch your sort of account if you opt into this, of course, as soon as it sees a receipt from something you bought, it just adds it to shop and starts tracking it for you. So you don't have to copy and paste the tracking number, which is really nice. There's also a shop feature, which is really cool. So if you buy something from company X or Acme, that it will that company will be added to a shop tab within the shop app. And you can scroll their goods and buy right from there, um, which is oh, really, cool. really handy and convenient. So if there's something you want to buy from. Uh, often irregularly, just add it to shop and you can buy it right from the manufacturer and not have to go to you-know-who, Harry. That's fantastic. Now, let me ask you, because I'm a heavy deliveries user and my my biggest complaint about the recent update is that they never added a widget. Is there a widget for shop? Ooh, let's press and hold and find out. Because um, and, and I was surprised because it was a big update that they released recently. It was like, it was like um, version 14 or something. And I was like, oh, great. There's all these new features. There's a little bit of a new um, UI to it. And then I saw and there's there's no widget. And I was like, this is the perfect app for a mm, widget because it's it glanceable really information. I am seeing no widget over here. So perhaps that is forthcoming. Okay. Unfortunately. So uh, if widget... Is a deal breaker for you? I'm very, very sorry. But if you're looking for a fun and easy way to track your apps that has a little automatic feature as well as a built-in shop feature, give Shop a try. It is free on the App Store. Cool, cool, cool. All right. This week, we are talking about, and all month, really, uh, entrepreneurs and getting things started and uh, growing your hobby or your side gig into something a little bit larger. So, Nicole, thanks for sitting through our Tools of the Week. And again, we're so happy that you're able to join us and be the first guest of Entrepreneur Month. So why don't you tell us a little bit, what is the work you do? So I am a master esthetician, um, which means that I do skincare treatments, waxing treatments. Um, I'm also a nail technician. Um, I'm trying to kind of um, get away from that so I can focus mostly on skincare. And yeah. I own a skin spa in Sagamore Beach in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I provide my clients with um, treatments in a like a private studio environment. Okay. So it's not like a big day spa where there's like a bunch of people bustling around and it's noisy. It's it's really just like a one-on-one -on -one experience for my client and myself. Mm -hmm. And I am also the creator of the Noli Mabel Rapid Refresh at Home Facial Kit. 
-hmm. And that is a skincare line that I have created that I provide facials that people can do at their homes. So it's really great for clients that are maybe they have like a budget or they just don't have the time to come into the day spa for a treatment. Mm -hmm. So it's like a great alternative to a day spa facial treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just happens that it also works out for people that just maybe aren't super comfortable coming back into the day spa for their treatment. I can offer my clients that are still staying at home and quarantining, I can offer them an option as well. So that is what I do. Now, the kit is what I remember you talking about when we met a couple of years ago yes. at that pitch event. How did you go from, or I guess, how did that spark or that idea first dawn upon you where you, here's something I think I can do. I can provide something with people, something people are saying they can do right in their homes. And how did you go from that first inkling to, you know, a semblance of a business plan to, I guess, that initial step? Yeah, so... Basically, I have been an esthetician for, um, it'll be a 10 years in March. Wow. And um, I started noticing that I had these clients that they would come in and they would book an appointment and they'd be like, oh man, I really wish that I could come and do this more often. You know, my skin's in bad shape and mm-hmm. I-, I just can't afford, you know, $100 every month to take care of my skin. Um, or they would come in and be like, oh my gosh, you know, I have like five kids and they're all over me all the time. And I just don't have the time to come in because I'm taking them to every practice known to man. Um, and I, you know, I have some time at home, but I just don't have time to come into the spa. And I just noticed that there was this trend of these people, this whole client base that, um, I wasn't able to reach. So there was this whole demographic of people really treating your skin as if you were going into a day spa. Mm-hmm. So um, I I sort of started trying to figure out if there was a way that I could get the spa experience home. And I wrote up this whole, I got a bunch of beta testers and I wrote up this whole plan and had them come in and we met together and <laughs> they signed up for, uh, I think it was a three month trial Um, It was like a super complicated, like eight or nine step facial that was just like way too complicated. And and after the three months, I sat back down and got feedback from them. And that's kind of how it all started was just me realizing that there was a whole demographic of people that weren't being served that I wanted to take care of. And... um, the I think the final nail in the coffin for me pushing forward and like really trying to get traction with this idea was when I had a I had a young gentleman um he was in his teens mm-hmm. and him and his mom came in and she you know she the, I used to see the mom kind of sporadically and she's like she just broke down one day in my chair and she's like you know I I I can't I can't help my son and I can't afford to have him come in and get facials. I don't know what to do. He like his personality had changed and she was really afraid that like he was going to start like self-harming. Like he was getting bullied at school because of his, his acne. And I, I was like, okay, I have to do something about this. I have to be able to reach these people that don't have access either budget or time wise to, mm-hmm. to take care of their, their skin. Um, Cause it's really important. Like it sounds like it may be kind of frou-frou and like, oh, facials are just for 
they're not really that important, but um, to a lot of people, they they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking care of your skin is is important to a lot of people. So, and you saw where problems existed, and thanks yeah. to your years of experience, you said, "I think I have a solution for this." Yes. <laughs> yep. So it took a lot of you know trying to just like rack my brain on what I wanted to do. I wanted to create, you know an experience that was similar to coming into the day spa, you were just doing it yourself. Yeah. Um, and that was when I found out about E4All and I didn't even like my name, I didn't even really have a name when I did the pitch contest. I like, <laughs> I literally had like my Chromebook up with like the website that I made on uh, mm-hmm. Square, what is it, Squarespace? Yeah. That was like nothing. And I had <laughs> like a brochure and nobody came to talk to me. And like this woman came up to me and she was like, oh, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, I do skincare. And she put her hand in my face and was like, no, thank you. And walked away. And I was just like, oh, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, this is, I'm off to a bad start. So, but um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like my personality is my special sauce. Uh, for my business. And Mm -hmm. I think that that really shows through. I mean, I was super nervous when I gave my presentation, but I think that my passion really showed through. And, um, you know, the idea was really, it was really scalable. And that's, I think, ultimately why E4All um, decided to give me um, this, the seed money. So, so you were listening to your clients and they were telling you, you know, I, I have this problem, I need help, and you, you want to provide them. I'm, and I'm talking specifically about the, the skincare line, the kit and everything. You know, I want to provide them something they can do at home. What was the first step you took in bringing that from an idea to an actual product? So um, the first thing I needed to do was to research um, skincare manufacturers So I wanted to make sure that if I was going to do this, that I was going to do it right. And it was going to be products that had the integrity that I was looking for and also gave the results that I was looking for. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to make them at home. Um, I'm not super into like homemade skincare. Uh, I really wanted it to be made in a sterile environment. So that was really like my first big step was researching what I was going to actually provide for my clients. And then um, the next thing for me was really like, how do I like, what kind of a, like, what kind of a vehicle do I want to use to get this to people? And I chose a subscription style, like subscription box, kind of like HelloFresh or um, like right. Stitch Fix or something like that. Um, and yeah, that's really like where it, it started is product. And then how do I get it to people? And how... So once once you had the idea, you did the research, you know, how do you go about setting yourself apart? Because there are there are skincare lines out there and there's there's clinical stuff out there like proactive. Yes. Um, you know, how do you. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I get it. I uh, we, we used it and it did not do well for us. Um, yep. But, you know, there there there's stuff out there and you need to set yourself apart. And if you don't have an infomercial or a catchy commercial, you know, it's hard. So how do you set yourself apart? Um, from everything else. Yeah. So um, the cool thing about my product is that it didn't, it, it literally doesn't actually exist. I, there are a ton of skincare companies and skin lines, and there are a ton of um, like skincare subscriptions and stuff, but they're all for your day to day skincare. Mm. And the thing that sets me apart is that I'm actually providing the facial treatment. And 
I mean, I could literally talk about this for like hours and hours, but to like give you the cliff notes version of this, um, a lot of the reasons why people struggle with their skin is because they're not, um, they're not exfoliating properly. Um, you have lots of layers of dead skin on your face and they grow every 28 days. They come to the surface and they're basically like these little hard corn flakes. And if you were to put your moisturizers and your acne treatments and these things on top of these old hardened cornflake like dead uh, skin cells, then it's never going to penetrate through into your pores and down into the skin. So I needed to create, I wanted to create a facial treatment that was going to do proper exfoliation and then provide a face mask that would give the proper treatment, um, whether it was to help with dry skin or breakouts or anything. So I was providing a, like an actual facial, not just your everyday face wash and moisturizer. So I know it's kind of confusing. Mm. Um, and I've, I've had to like explain this before to other, um, like other uh, pitch, um, like in other pitches and people's mm -hmm. like, sometimes it's like, I feel like because I do it every day, I understand it. Um, but it's basically, basically an alternative to going into a day spa which that doesn't really exist on the market right now um, as far as like a subscription goes. Um, and I think the, the biggest thing that sets me apart too is that um, everything is very individualized. Um, I'm listening to you. I'm doing a consultation with you. I'm trying to figure out what you need. And then I'm giving you exactly the products that um, your skin needs. That, that I think is the the real kicker there yeah. that's that's really what sets it apart is the the personal touch and that that was actually going to take me to my next question which was it's and it, it i guess it's sort of for both of you but you know you you did the the, the startup the pitch contest or, or the the pitch mm -hmm. um uh, what would you call it um the yeah. sessions mm -hmm. um but you know it, it sounded like those were very much geared toward massachusetts businesses uh, yes. local businesses um but your your product sounds bigger than that yes, it's, it's, you know you're doing a subscription box you're you know it could go anywhere it really, um, it so could go anywhere i i am curious you know not why did they pick you but you know why did they they go why did they choose to fund you um knowing that you weren't going to be technically a local business compared to um to dave who you know his his board game cafe was clearly you know he was going to build it in massachusetts and yep. start it in you know in a in a store and everything so i'm curious as to to um why they decided to seed you the money there. Um, the, I believe the biggest thing that I kept hearing, like whenever, um, during the pitch contest and then during the final pitch at the accelerator program was scalability. They talked about, um, yeah. being like, basically it was, it was infinitely scalable. Um, and mm -hmm. I think that that was the biggest reason why they decided to fund me. I'm not, I don't think Eferall is specifically just looking to fund like small local things. I think that they're they're happy to support local entrepreneurs that ultimately okay. will give back to their community. So like, you know, if I grew this company super, super huge, being who I am um, and being so in love with my my Cape Cod roots um, that I would I would be most likely giving back to my community. Gotcha. Yeah, I just want to interject real quick we keep uh, mentioning e for all uh, e for all is a business accelerator uh, organization um, there are several locations here on the east coast and a little bit towards in the center of the uh, country um, next week we're going to have amanda kaiser who is the director of e for all cape cod here on the show so she'll be able Yay, to i love 
love um, Amanda. I'm very excited to to do that interview too because I I'm just uh, how the whole thing gets started and and you know how to develop a pitch and all that. Um, and, and maybe you could talk about that, how you developed your pitch and, 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 you know, took it to the E for all. Yeah. So she'll be here to, uh, next week, which will be great because she'll be sort of on the other side of, uh, the entrepreneurial lifestyle, yeah. not, not the entrepreneur him or herself, um, but an organization that helps us, uh, pick ourselves up and get going, turn that little yeah. seed of Excellent. an idea and fly from the nest, little birdie. They are amazing. <laughs> I love Efrol, and I'm actually already giving back to Efrol because I'm mentoring um, in their session, their current session right now. I saw is so that's much very fun. exciting. Good job. I that's love awesome. it so much. I've been a reader, but not a mentor. I don't want to be a mentor, but I'm happy to read. <laughs> it's okay, Dave. Okay. I like I it's it's totally my thing. Like I love mentoring. I think during the mentor matching, I was like, can I just be everybody's mentor? I just want to be like the mentor mom. <laughs> you and you and Aaron. Aaron was like our mentor dad and your mentor. Mom. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I have to ask you, Nicole. Not only are you um, uh, running a business, we're all stuck home uh, during uh, COVID. Let mm. me ask, what does working from home look like for you right now? I know that a large part of your business is seeing clients. So how has that changed? How is it the same? What does working from home look like for you right now? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously being a business owner, you never really, I feel like I never really like stop working. Yes. You never like leaving work at work just doesn't exist. Um, I mean, technically it does. Cause I'm not like bringing my clients home to be like, okay, would you like me to trim your nails for you at my kitchen table? <laughs> but, um, I, during the, um, during the quarantine, I did bring home my uh, my facial kits to so that I could get those out to clients and um, members, and mm -hmm. I did do that from home. Um, so, uh, but I mean, like, I do a lot of stuff other than just like working on clients. So I do all of my um, bookkeeping. I do all my emails, um, and every client that comes into me to get a, a facial treatment for the first time. I do uh, an entire like consultation email. So like, I mean, I break everything down for them and that takes time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I do a lot. I, I do probably like maybe 85% of my work from home. Um, and it's all the boring stuff that I really hate that I can't afford right now to uh, delegate to other people. So <laughs> I still, you know, all the printing and copying and answering emails and ordering and that kind of stuff I, I tend to do at home um, in the mornings when my husband's already gone to work and I can just kind of like bang that stuff out before I go into the into the studio. So do you have a routine in place? You say you like to do that stuff in the morning? Um, not really. Not super I mean, strict? I'm also, I'm also a, like, I'm a wicked night owl. So I, I say that I do it in the morning and most of the time I do, but there are some nights where I'm like, oh, it's, 12 o'clock, I have to go print this stuff out for yeah, some of say, tomorrow. I've, I've seen you on Facebook in the morning, but of course I mean 12 in the morning. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, well, I, I, my schedule is a little bit different now because of everything that happened during quarantine and, yeah. and the pandemic and stuff. My schedule is a little different, so I work. Um, I don't usually go to work now until I think I leave like around 11 o'clock in the morning. So that, that just makes my little night owl heart pitter patter because I can stay up late and not have to be like, oh, I have to go to bed and it's eight, like 8.30, I have to go to bed and get up early. <laughs> yeah. 
So you're you're a business owner. You you are not a cog in the corporate machine like some of us. And uh, you you don't you know the the separation of work and life really isn't there for you. So how how do you get it all done and make time for everything else going on in your life? Uh, good question. <laughs> it's okay to say I don't because no. I I would understand. <laughs> so I did. Um. I, I did struggle a lot with yeah. like balancing mm -hmm. because, and I think the biggest reason is I really love what I do. Yeah. So it makes me not want to stop doing it. So yeah, because you like yeah. doing I, it. I do. I love it. And right. like, I feel like it's a privilege to be able to do something that I just love so dearly. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm a recovering pushover. Uh, so, uh, I find it difficult sometimes to say no to my clients. Um, but it's also because I, I really love what I do. So I did struggle a lot, um, with having that kind of work life balance. My husband and I kind of work opposite schedules. He's like at work by six o'clock in the morning. Um, and I'm still catatonic at that point. So you're uh, ships passing in the night. Yes. And, you know, a lot of my, because of what I do, a lot of my clients need to come in later in the day because they all work. So oh, sure. um, mm -hmm. sometimes I'm not home until 730, 8 o'clock at night. Um, so, yeah, I definitely did struggle with that a lot. But um, uh, my priorities have definitely changed a little. Um, at the beginning mm -hmm. of the quarantine, um, my husband actually contracted COVID um, oh, and got yeah. really sick. Oh, wow. Um, and it changed me a lot, um, as like a person, it changed me as a business owner. It changed me as a spouse. So, um, I, I definitely have gotten a lot better at saying no to my clients because the motivation behind my saying no to them is I want to go home and spend time with the person that makes me the happiest. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. I love my clients and they are family to me. I mean, they're spending their hard-earned money. They're choosing to come and spend their hard-earned money on me mm -hmm. um, and my services. But um, my husband is, he's the most important thing to me. And when you wake up every morning uh, for about a month wondering if your husband is still alive on the couch downstairs, it 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 really changes who you are. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So that kind of answers my next question, Nicole. How or when does it get difficult when you're trying to work at home and get a business off the ground and, you know, attend to your family and have time to pet the dog and breathe a little bit? All that yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I think pre-COVID, pre-going through something like that, Yeah. Um, it was difficult coming home and just like needing a few minutes to decompress, I would usually, you know, take a shower and, mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, realizing, oh crap, I have an email to get to, or like, oh, somebody's calling me and like, I should probably answer that. And, um, so I think pre dealing with coronavirus, um, yep. I, I would feel pretty guilty at times, but then I would also be like, well, you know, I'm a business owner and I, this is what you have to do and you have to sacrifice sometimes to make things right. work and um now that my priorities have been rearranged quite a bit it's mm -hmm. 
it's not difficult for me. I have uh, an app on my phone that my business phone line runs through and I shut it off as soon as I get into the driveway. Nice. Um, I don't look at emails anymore and we are, I, my attention is now dedicated to my, the people that I love, my husband, my dog, my cat, like we just, <laughs> we now spend quality, real quality time together. That's great. Harry, nice. you and I have talked about that. Um, when you have a whole business or a side gig, or really, even if you um, are doing the telecommuting lifestyle, there can, when you're home and your work are in the same physical space, you can have that if you're at work, well, I feel guilty because I'm not with the people downstairs or I'm not with X. Right. And if you are spending time with people downstairs, oh, boy, I should be upstairs doing work. And it can take anything from just a steadfast resolve that I'm going to do this to a real, you know, someone shaking the edge of sketch, like what happened to Nicole, to make you to say, okay, I'm done at five o'clock. I switch my phone line off and that is that. Yeah, it's it's really hard. I mean, even now, the, the next two days, my son, he um, his teachers are doing the NJEA um conference i guess digital conference mm -hmm. this year but he's off for two days so you know he doesn't understand because when he was halfway through kindergarten the world shut down so he he has a very um basic or not basic but like a very limited view of school and where school is done and you know how that fits into everything right. so when he sees me working during the day he doesn't understand oh daddy's working that's his time i can't play with him right now it's Every five minutes, come play with me. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And it's like, I would love to. I want to. Let's go outside. Let's run around. Let's, you know, play ball or whatever. But I have work to do. And it's it's so hard to to assuage that guilt um, when he's giving you the puppy dog eyes and saying, <laughs> come play with me. Right. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be able to say no to that. <laughs> it's And, you know, what? sometimes I have to, like, I put the meeting on mute, especially if I'm not the one running it. And I'll, I'll, you know, do something with him or, or you know, we'll, we'll talk and, and have fun a little bit. But, like, it's really hard to separate it right now because there's just – there's there's no way to do it. Especially if you live in an apartment or a small house. Right. Like, you're probably in the same room with, with the person. He and I work at the dining room table every day. He does his classes in one end and I do my stuff on the other. It is true. I think it's really hard, too. Like, when you genuinely enjoy the company of the people in your home – it's really hard to be like upstairs writing an email or like, you know, for me upstairs, like filling tiny little packets full of skincare products, knowing <laughs> that like a person that I really just want to go downstairs and like play a game with, right. like they're just there. And, you know, I think when, once my husband had recovered and was feeling better and, you know, we could actually like be in the same room together, that was also really hard. Um, I remember like right around the end of June was when I was able to go back to work. We just like, we're sitting on the couch looking at each other. And we're like, can we just stay home forever and play Animal Crossing and not go to work? <laughs> we're like, we don't want to go. We like, we genuinely love spending time together. Yeah. And I think that that it's really hard when you're like, I have to get this done, but I right. want to go downstairs and be with my, like right. my people. Open your gates. I'm coming over. I'm coming over. Yeah. We we've been we've been spending as much time as we can at home playing board games, and I'm I'm at the point now where I'm on websites looking for board game oriented furniture to store the games. So, Nicole. Dave, you win. Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, he's becoming one of us. Yes. Oh my God, Dave. 
my husband got me the second version of that. Um, it's the card game that's like a book, like a choose your own adventure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He found me the second one, and I am so excited. Ah, uh, yeah. I played through the first one. I played there, the second one myself. Super. There's one by um, Cyanide and Happiness about the trolley problem that I want to get. Oh, All the trolley um, problem. Terrible. terrible. It sounds terrifying. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. You want to really, <laughs> make it really fun? Imagine the trolley is the trolley for Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse. Just to make it even more difficult. Because now you're going to traumatize trolley. Because we know that <clears throat> thing is sentient. And Daniel Tiger is driving it. Oh, no, Daniel Tiger. <laughs> I always knew there was something up about it. <laughs> Nicole, for your work, you know, what, what tips do you have? What have you picked up during your time uh, working from home and, and during COVID times? What, what do you have to say to uh, our listeners about, you know, working from home, doing your best to balance it, that kind of stuff? Um, I think the best piece of advice that I could give is create a schedule and stick to it. Um, mm. And something that's helped me is <clears throat> I try to schedule things outside of my working hours so that I can't be like, you know what, I'll just stay an extra half hour to fit this one last client in or, mm. you know, yeah, you can come in and I'll be an extra, you know, I'll, I'll be home an hour late. Oh. I'm, I really try to schedule myself and stick to it. And like I said before, when the motivation, when the why behind you creating a specific schedule um, is strong and mine is very strong, yeah. uh, then it's easy to stick to it's easier to stick to it um, because you're creating boundaries that are helping you live a better life outside of work. That is really great. Excellent. I absolutely love keeping the why in mind when building your schedule. And yeah. that should make it so much easier to adhere to the schedule uh, as best you can. That's that's really good to call. I, like yeah. I mean, I, I feel like might... if I didn't, if I was just single and didn't really like have anything to come home to, I would, oh my God, I would work like, I'd work way too many hours because again, I love what I do. So if, right. you know, if you'd I be falling asleep in the desk family, chair. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I that's how companies form ageist policies. They they go after twenty year olds and kids fresh out of college who who don't have spouses or kids or or pets even, and you know they give you everything you need so you stay at the office as long as possible. Yeah, Ooh, Harry, I'm writing yeah. this down. That, that's not great. Single twenty somethings. All right. <laughs> uh, Nicole, you've been at this for a while. A favorite productivity tool? Okay, I'm gonna be a super dork right now. Uh, let's, let's and I wonder if anybody has ever said this in your podcast before. Um, can I can I just say like a piece of paper and like a pencil? And I'll okay. get very particular. What I like? What kind of pencil? Uh, Pentel RSVP pens okay. and Dixon Ticonderoga not elect not uh, mechanical regular pencils. So I, you know what's really weird though? Oh. I. For Dixon, for making lists of stuff, if I'm going to use a pencil, I use Dixon Ticonderoga. Mm -hmm. But if I'm doing D&D &D stuff, mm -hmm. I, I use a Bic. Um, a Bic oh, electric, uh, um, not electric pencil, uh, mechanical pencil. See, I, I have a love-hate relationship with mechanical pencils. I think they're super cool. But my big, giant beer bear claw, I just snap <laughs> it every time. I'm like an <laughs> oaf. 
I can't use it and I get angry and I'm swearing because I keep breaking it. And I think I want to use this because I love it. But I just, my big Shrek hand snaps the graphite every time I pick it up. Well, I have very tiny, dainty hands, so I can definitely handle the mechanical <laughs> controls. Well, then I am. You got to get. <laughs> you you got to get either a Rotring 600, which is a metal mechanical pencil. It's it's, it's basically a drafting pencil. Oh. It's the best the best you can find, and it's like twenty bucks. It's actually not that bad. It's it's he- heavy metal, like it's a substantial pencil, or a Uni um, Kurutoga mechanical pencil. Because what it does is, as you press down on the page and then lift your hand, it rotates the lead oh. so that it always has a fresh what? point. Oh my what? <laughs> yep. What kind of outer space Star Wars pencil is that? It's awesome, and they're they're cheap too. It's like uh, you know, less than ten bucks. You can get a decent Kurotoga. Jeez, I'm oh going to go to God. Staples right now. We all, everybody's going to Staples right now. Get in the car. I don't care. It's nine p.m. <laughs> There's yep. an episode title. I'll put li- on the Staples right now. I'll put links in the show notes. It looks it looks like they have a. a do they have a Studio Ghibli version? Um. Yeah, Castle in the Sky, Kiki's Delivery Service, My Neighbor Totoro, Spirited Away, and uh, Porco Rosso. They have uh, Kurutogas. They're fourteen dollars. What's the one with the cat bus? <laughs> That's Totoro, I think. Hand my. I think I don't know. I've never seen a Studio Ghibli movie. Don't email They're me. They're all on Netflix. <laughs> is that um, who is that? Princess Mononoke. Is that that same thing? I want to say yes. yes. Okay. I, I kind of watched that once in high school, and anime is not my thing. I'm I'm Same. all for it. If people like it, that's great. You do you. Like you have fun. It's yeah. not my thing. No. <laughs> yeah, I never got into it either. But hey, what can you do, Harry? I think we've come to the end of another episode. But before we go, why don't we ask Nicole uh, for all her stuff? Yes, send us all your stuff. No, um, where can people find you? So preferably online, but if you want to give them your address, I guess that works you, too. You do I'll have a new me. physical address. Please don't knock on my door. I'll tell you no. So, um, social security number. Yeah, all that good information. Blood type. Um, all my credit cards. You know, go have a, have a blast. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I am for social media. I'm mostly on um Facebook. That's where I update the most. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not a huge fan of social media. I have to be honest. Um. It's it's one of those chores that I don't um love. But um. Yeah. I do really like Facebook, and that's a great way for me. That's where I communicate with my clients about um. You know, showcasing new treatments or letting them know, hey, I have an opening this week. Um, so Facebook is probably the best and you can just search for, um, Nolly Mabel Skin Spa and that's how you'll find me. I also have a website. It's, um, just noliamable.com and that's where you can read a little bit about me. You can see the treatments that I do. You can, um, purchase the at-home facial kits and you can see all of the skincare products that I offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and my physical location is in Sagamore Beach. I'm at 112, blah, 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 112 State Road in Sagamore Beach. Um, and I'm going to be moving to a new location, hopefully in January, um, actually just down the street at 116 State Road. Mm-hmm. Um, moving into a little bit of a bigger space to, um, nice. um, you know, have a little retail space. And I'm, I'm on a second floor right now, so I'm looking to get onto a, a first floor level so that mm-hmm. some yeah, of my nice. clients... Cool. I'm going to come, I'm gonna come by and visit when you're uh, in. Yeah. 
I meant to ask, where where did you get the name Nolia Mabel? Ooh, that's a good story. Uh, so, yeah, so um, that's actually the names of my two great grandmothers, Nolia and Mabel. Oh. Um, yeah, I I actually knew them. Um, I I grew up with them until I think they passed away probably when I was in like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Um, my family has a a big like family home in Sandwich. It's very multi generational. And uh, my grand, my grandparents lived with my great grandparents, and um, so they kind of like helped raise us all together, and mm-hmm. it was it, it was great, and it was a way for me to pay tribute to them because they were both very sweet people. Um, my nana Mabel was the first uh, postmaster mistress in uh, Sandwich, and um, I think that we had a lot in common. She really loved talking to people and listening and never rushing somebody out of the door at the post office if you had a problem <laughs> to talk about it and so what's wrong with you people <laughs> i know we're, we're these weirdo social people that love to talk i'm one of those people that's like i haven't hugged another person besides my husband in seven months and i might just have like a heart attack of not hugging people <laughs> i am the only one in my house who is happy we're not having anyone over for the holidays it's great <laughs> Oh. Definitely go and check Nicole's stuff out. Nicole, thanks so much uh, for spending an hour with us tonight and talking about your uh, experience as an entrepreneur. We will continue uh, Entrepreneur Month next week uh, with Amanda Kaiser from e for all She will talk about the other side of entrepreneurship that is specifically guiding people through their entrepreneurial journey. If you want to learn more about Nicole or us, you can do so at five by five dot tv slash homework and the show notes will be at slash two five zero for this episode uh you can join the discord and talk to other homework listeners and other people who are from home and of course if you want to listen along as we record the show live on thursday nights and hear the episode a whole week before it comes back out you can do so via discord for the high high price of free in the meantime thanks for listening everybody uh and go get some work done oh wait dave where can people find you oh uh they can find me right here on the second floor of my home you can also find me at uh link tree that is the link dot how does it work harry i get it link tr link tr dot double that's right slash dave killer where you can see all the fun stuff that i'm doing and if you are of the RPG bent, go and check out tabletophero.net, your library for all things Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Harry, where can people find you? Uh, just like you, I'm at linktr.we slash hcmarks. Nice. Now I'm going to say thank you for listening and go get some work done. Bye. Bye. <laughs>